Welcome! This is Keisha Shields, and I am the host of She Will Not Be Silenced. This is a podcast for women in business, women executives, women in leadership. We're going to talk about all things life, love, leadership, business, faith, womanhood, you name it. It's so important that you be able to have takeaways and that you have a space to just relax. Sit back and enjoy. Hey y'all, it's Keisha Shields. And I am um, just coming on to talk about right now we are, I think just as the collective experiencing so much grief and things are coming about and looking like panic and fear there's so much anxiety and I wanted to just give you I guess a few of my thoughts and also to share a little bit about how I have been able to navigate times that have been very uncertain. So the first thing I want to say is right now, one of the most important things for you, for me, for all of us, is to really make sure that we are not in the 24-7 news or opinion consumption um, business, right? Like the more that you find yourself uh, listening to or reading about or searching for like the same types of redundant information um, on a repetitive basis, you might be unintentionally stoking your own fear, your own anxiety about what's happening because it's a nonstop cycle of the same types of information being fed into your mind, um, into your spirit. So I wanted to just start by saying, make sure that if you really want to stay abreast with what's going on in the world, which is always a good thing, always a good thing, is make sure that you're doing it in spurts, maybe in the morning, maybe in the afternoon, and then maybe again in the night if you want to kind of just get a recap of what may have come about or what's going on. Okay, so we are navigating, like I said, and like you are seeing a lot of people mention that right now we are navigating so much grief. And it may be grief because you have, um, maybe you have been unable to work if you are a non-essential worker. Um, Maybe your company had to close its doors. Um, Maybe you got laid off. Maybe you are able to work remotely, but you're unable to because of your um, home circumstances whether that's because your kids are home or whether that's because you're just in a chaotic home environment um, where there just is not the space to be able to function productively. Um, You may have grief because someone you know um, may be suffering from um, an illness and you can't access them. 
you can't get to them. Right now, hospitals are not even allowing visitors for people, which is absolutely insane. Understandable, but insane. You know, your grief may be that you really need a hug. You really need a hug. Perhaps you've gotten disconnected from your sources of support and encouragement. Maybe you are in grief um, because of something that has really nothing to do with what's actually currently like spinning out of control in the atmosphere. And so I wanted to kind of talk about that. I think that the basis of a lot of our grief is that right now there is a lot of trauma that have been unaddressed, unhealed, um, or even unacknowledged that is kind of surfacing um, currently. Like uh, our fears give way to the things that have maybe held us back or that have kept us um, in a spin cycle, you know, over the years. And sometimes we're able to push those things aside and allow them to not exist in our reality. Um, and then when trauma comes up or grief comes up, then you find that those uh, elements or those experiences pop back into your atmosphere. And now the insecurity, the anxiety, the stress, the, all of the things related to that come back and they, be, and they get into your mix. And it can actually heighten everything that you're already feeling and what's already going on. Um, I wanted to say that the first thing that we have to do, or once you get out of that 24 seven consumption that I talked about already, would be to see it. Allow yourself to acknowledge how you're feeling, to acknowledge that there is a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, to be able to see that perhaps you're not as okay as you had been um, just a mere few weeks ago. Allow yourself to see that you're concerned and you're unsure, um, you're not really knowing what the ultimate impact is gonna be on your life, um, on your family. Uh, allow yourself to acknowledge that you may be experiencing some fear uh, whatever it is for you, I need you to see it. I need you to see it. I need you to acknowledge it. I need you to name it. I feel like in society, we have gotten to some point, and I talk about this often if you are familiar with my work, um, and if you're not, I talk about this often, that we have gotten to a point in many cultures within our society where we don't acknowledge or name our feelings. We think there's something so wrong with actually feeling all the feels. And if you're a human being, you're gonna feel it, you're gonna have emotions, there's gonna be a lot of things um, that are gonna affect how you feel and how you feel is, gonna, is going to affect how you navigate, right? So allow yourself to see it, to name it, to acknowledge that it exists. That's gonna be very, very important. The next thing I want you to do to know is that you have to trust your own intuition about what the outcome is going to be. 
And when I say outcome, I'm referring to your specific uh, situation that you're in, right? Like trust that you know what the outcome can be. And I'll tell you what I mean by that in just a moment. What I wanted to do was let you know that I have spent the better part of 16, 17 years navigating a perpetual cycle of walking the unknown, the unseen, and not having really control over a lot of the elements that went into that. Like, so I want to let you know, I have a lot of experience around what it's like to navigate and to walk in uncertainty and the unknowing and the things that you cannot see. And the reason why I'm able to um, be a little bit more calm, you know, in times like this, it does not mean I'm not having anxiety because I do as times where I'm really sad. Um, but for the most part, I am able to continue navigating and really moving forward into what I know and feel that I have been called and created to do, which is really to help be a light for people in times just like this, to remind you that no matter what we have before us, for the most part, it is temporary. For the most part, for most of us, we will come out on the other side of whatever grief uh, that we are currently navigating. So um, some things that have helped me with living in the unseen and the unknown um, has been just that point I made, which is trusting that what I believe and desire for the outcome to be is what it will ultimately be. Right, like I remember talking about like maybe 17 or so years ago saying like, well, I know that you know, the outcome is going to be that this person is going to be back and, you know, we'll kind of go forward and we'll be able to live our life and all of that. Even when people couldn't see it, they didn't understand, they didn't believe it. Like me knowing that I felt so secure that this, I'm going to ultimately get what I desire has actually allowed me to keep navigating and keep walking this journey even when I didn't actually understand um, what was going to happen next. Um, it's going to be hard to navigate when you can't see, when you can't um, ascertain, when you don't know what's next, when you don't know what's going to be different, um, when you don't know how, you, how you'll be different. Um, it's hard to keep walking that if you don't have a really good hold on knowing what the possibilities can be for you, what you really want to happen at the end. I cannot stress that enough. Know, know what it is that you need, what you want on the ultimate other side of the grief that you may be experiencing that you may be feeling 
what is that for you? You know, maybe it is that desire to have a much closer knit relationship with the people in your household um, or in your family or your friends. You know, maybe it is for you to ultimately really live out your best work in a higher level leadership role in the company you're in now, in a new company, um, uh, in a way that you can bring in the social causes that matter to you, the humanity that really matters to you and to your work. You know, maybe for you, it is really seeing that your, your business is needed, that your know-how, your intel, your savvy, um, your humanity is needed in the realm of being into the marketplace, right? Um, being a light for others, being a source of inspiration for others, right? Whatever that is for you, those are kind of very general outcomes, but the more specific you can get, the better. But you have to have a light at the end that you believe is absolutely possible for you. And not only absolutely possible for you, but you believe with everything in your might that you deserve that. And because you deserve that, you know that it's within the realm of possibility for you. Another thing that has helped me navigate and walk the unknown and the uncertainty and this one was a really hard one. It took a long time for me to be able to feel comfortable living this in action. And that is going at my pace. Going at my pace. Even right now with all that we're dealing with, everybody has an opinion about what you should be doing or what you should not be doing. For example, as a business owner, as a leadership advisor, as someone in the marketplace, everyone has an opinion about, well, you should not be selling. You should not be offering things for pay. You should be giving everything away for free, for free right now because people need it and they can't afford it and all of the things. And then you have the other people who are like, no, this is the time to sell at your highest, at your best, because people need the leadership. Everybody has an opinion. Some people, some entrepreneurs right now are not selling at all. And some of them are closing their doors intentionally because they don't want to feel like they are taking advantage of other people. And then on the other hand, you have those who are bam, 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 go, 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 go. And they're all telling you that this is what you need to be doing. You have to go at your own pace. Maybe this is a time of grief where you have to pull back. That was me last year when I lost my daddy to cancer. I had to pull all the way back. That was a grief that I needed to navigate outside of the spotlight. That was a grief and an experience that I needed to navigate trusting my intuition, 
trusting that I was going at the right pace that allowed me to have the uh, fullness on the inside that I really needed to have. Maybe you're at a point where right now in this collective grief, or even in your personal grief, even if that grief is just the fear of not knowing, not being able to see, you have to know, is this a time where I need to just take some time, pull back, focus on my world, on my lane, not being oblivious to what's already happening, but knowing that I have to be here now. I need to see my pain. I need to see where I'm hurting. I need to see it. I need to acknowledge what I need. I need to get what I need, even if that means I have to figure out how to give it to myself. If that is where you are and that's your pace, honor it, acknowledge it, and give yourself the space to make that change now. Don't let it be because other people have said you need to stop and take it slow. If it, was, if it is what feels most natural to you, then you have to trust that. On the other side of the coin, if you are at a place where your grief is more inclined toward, I have been there, I know what it's like, I want to be a light for others during this time. I want, my work is really needed. What I do is most needed right now. I want people to see that there is a light, to see that they can continue to move forward. And in fact, they can use this, what's happening right now, to get as clear as they possibly can about what they are created to do who they are created to be. And I want to encourage them and show them the possibilities that exist so that they can make that happen. So maybe for you, it is continuing to work your job, if you can. Maybe it's making the provisions to do that. Maybe it is you offering your services um, in your business, right? Uh, maybe it is you connecting with a charity or organization that has mattered to you for a while, but maybe you getting in there and just being a source of inspiration and encouragement for people who are navigating those challenges. You have to go at your own pace, right? I'm at a point right now where, like I mentioned, my grief and what I'm experiencing right now has momentum for me, and that has not always been the case. There have been times where I needed to sit down and stop, but I kept going. Kept, I mean, at full speed because it was what I thought I had to do because people were saying this is what you need to do, essentially, right? And as someone who typically and naturally um, navigates into leadership roles uh, or is pushed there sometimes by others, it's difficult when you find yourself in a place where you're looking at what other people are saying to do and you find that you're doing it. It's hard, and that can happen when you are, your nervous system is overwhelmed. Sometimes you can't even think for yourself 
or sometimes you feel stuck on the line like you can see it both ways and you want to be so mindful not to offend others or so mindful not to do something that you end up doing nothing at all and it ends up affecting you more than anyone else so figure out what pace you need to go at and monitor it on a daily or weekly basis. You may need to pull back this week and next week you may feel like it's time, right? Or it could be vice versa. Maybe you have been going because that's what people have told you. And people can be people you don't know on the internet. It can be people in your household. It can be other family members. Like there's so many different um, instances of who that could be but you have to go at your pace. You have to go at your pace. And that's very, very important. Another thing that I do or that has helped me in this, I mean, decades long journey of walking and navigating the unknown, the uncertainty, the unseen, is taking a rest. Take a rest. And that's really hard for a lot of people to do. That used to be hard for me to do. Now I, I don't have that problem. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Um, take a rest. Take a day off. Like an actual day off. Take a week off if you can. Take a rest. Take a day or two to binge watch shows or movies um, or just to put your feet up or turn on your music and dance, right? Without worrying about um, having to market your business or having to send out another um, resume. Like just take a rest. You're going to need time for your body to recover for your mind to recover. There's a lot of heavy stuff happening. Like on any given day, I'm pretty sure we are experiencing the gamut of emotions. And it doesn't look like this or this, it looks like, right? In terms of the emotions of how we feel on any given day. Take a rest, read a book. Go outside, go outside and take a breath. You see that uncomfortableness of just that few seconds that I paused? Like we always feel like we have to fill in the gap with something. And when you're navigating grief, sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is to just stop and take a rest. It is in the resting that we're able to build capacity, I believe. I talk a lot about building capacity in my work. Resting allows you to build capacity. It allows you to refuel, to be refilled. It allows you space to get clarity. It allows you um, space to tune out the noise, to tune out the noise. And in building capacity, 
in the midst of crises and grief, building capacity has a lot in this instance to do with giving yourself the container that you need to facilitate where you are going. Give yourself the container to facilitate what you need to help you get to where you are going. When your tank is on E, when you are running on fumes, and I know you have been there, leaders are often there. There have been times where I've said, even recently, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am running on fumes. You know when you're running on fumes. When you're on fumes, you're not, you don't have capacity. You're not able to build any further capacity. You're on empty. You need to be able to build capacity, capacity to hold your grief, capacity to hold the traumas that you are navigating and working through. You need to be able to build the capacity to hold both things at the same time, to hold um, how you feel and how the collective feels, the capacity to hold the space for what is, what was, and what can be all at the same time. The capacity to get what you need to get where you want to be, whether that's a personal goal, like having a closer family, having a deeper relationship with your spouse, um, redoing and reinvigorating your relationship with your children, whether it's a business goal for yourself um, to become more high profile and to really get your message in front of the right people, um, whether it is a career goal um, that you have for yourself, whatever it is, you need to be able to have the capacity to hold all the things that are necessary at the same time and to give yourself permission to know that that is probably the best way to do it. People who tell you right now, if you're not sad, you don't care. Right now, if you're too sad, then you are not able to be a leader, right? These kind of things that are in contrast to each other, right? You need to actually focus on how can you hold all the things that are true for you at the same time. That is something that I have had to really develop expertise with over years and years and years and years of needing to hold what is at the same time with what can be, while also sometimes dipping back into what was happening or what I wish was still happening. Recognizing it, having the capacity, the container to actually um, help you move it along. And I want to just also say one other thing. You have to trust your vision for your life above anyone else's vision for your life. You have to know that you can have what you need 
and that you have to prioritize what you need in order to be who you desire. You cannot pour from an empty cup and you cannot run on, from an empty tank. You have to know that what you're experiencing right now may be one of the most intense um, life-shifting experiences that you have had or are having. See it, acknowledge it, feel it, do all of the things, but know ultimately that when you make it onto the other side of this, you and you alone are responsible for your vision of what can be. So don't let um, depression, anxiety, things that you may be navigating and prayerfully getting help navigating, um, professional help navigating. Don't let things, people, opinions, force you to navigate this in a way that is perpetuating harm to you. Try to fill your feed on social media, your podcast list, your books to read with things that are feeding you, with people that are pouring into you, people who are encouraging you to feel where you are but not stay there. That is going to be how you can navigate times of unknown and uncertainty when you just can't see what's happening. And even if you don't see how you're going to navigate um, normally outside of this, have your pace, but don't lose sight of your vision. Don't lose sight of knowing that you were created to be here. And don't lose sight of the fact that your leadership is really needed right now. You can lead in your area, in your arena, and still step back and take a rest. Don't feel the need to be the leader of all the things. You're going to do yourself a major disservice. And you're going to find it very difficult to navigate this time of uncertainty. The best way to have certainty in the times of uncertainty is to trust that you are the answer and that your leadership is critical. You've got this. You can visit me on KeishaShields.com to connect. And I hope that you all, I wish you well. I wish you the best. I wish you wellness. I wish you wholeness. Take care.